It's the Betty White Show from Hollywood. It's time to say hello again and start our show again and sing a song or two for all of you. Hi. Happy Monday to you. I hope this is a very extra special Monday for you as it is for us. He had a theory. Even a trip to the bank can be exciting if you wear a ski mask. <laughs> Pumpkin pie. And of course, my, my carrot cake is obviously legendary. But if there's one thing I'm known for, it's my muffin. <laughs> the winner is Sidney Poitier. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Now, where did you earn it? I'm a police officer. Lots of luck, mother. I ain't building no chapel. Yeah, you. It is a long journey to this moment. All I can say is a very special thank you. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Hey, Bob Saget. There he is. Aquaman himself. Hey, you doing? I've been reading about you all morning, man. I live right next door. I'm a, I'm a big fan, Vince. So are my daughters. But do me a favor, don't fuck them. Don't you fuck my daughters. I'm just fucking with you. Beep, 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 beep. Dog one went beep, beep. Okay, now just the boys. Beep, 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 beep. Dog one went beep, beep, beep. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Saget. How do you know if you're a bonehead, you might ask? Well, you're watching the show, aren't you? Great show for you tonight. So stick around and we'll be right back. Hello there, folks. Congratulations on making it to another recording of the countrywide famous podcast, Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. In a new year, Many a folkin will recommit themselves to progress, take the time to fill out meaningless spreadsheets and Excel formulas on big workout plans, ambitious budgets, or a reading extravaganza they will be executing over the new year. But not round these parts, muchachos. No, no, no. Today is the kind of episode where you pull your chair up to the goddamn table, toss your stinky dogs up on top, and lean back in your favorite chair as the glint in your eye has the same shade it did the year before and the one before that and that other a couple back before now. That's right. You are in perfect Perfect. Whatever state you have arrived, you are perfect, muchacho, looking into your own mirror, of course. But that perfect state is how you shall stay. And play today, Moan Frayers, because you are perfect. I'm your host, Mitch Brinkman, and today <laughs> we're unspooling the list that gives zero cow pies about your brainwaves or mouth noise for this top five. So strap in as we tackle the top five things about myself I will never change. I think he could cuss less, but he honestly couldn't give one flying shit. It's Brian Ernst. Hey, Brian. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Welcome to the new year. Brian, uh, I love yes? when you come in hot and you come in come in large and in charge and, and, and you come in with your agenda. It, it's always my favorite thing. That's what I do. And if I could come in on the mic harder, I would because that's how fucking amped I am for today. Yeah, I love that. Okay. And our next contestant who goes by The Faith could really listen more and talk less, but then he'd be depriving the world of this. It's Nathan Hennenfent. 
Oh, oh listen yeah. to that silky oh, ooze come and, out and of the if mic. You don't That's mind, wonderful. I'd like to send out a special birthday message to my mom and dad, who both had birthdays this weekend. Happy birthday, mom and dad. Hey. Oh, happy birthday. That is a good son. You know what's also good? Our brand new website. Go down to bizbear.biz. <laughs> it's redesigned. It's gorgeous. Check it out. It's a it's it, it's going to it's going to uh, blow your 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 website eyes to the moon, uh, if you will. Um, and for that snazzy new look, we'd like to thank our new liquor sponsor, Sisters Beer and Spirits on Route 59 in downtown Elbow Lake, Minnesota. <laughs> if you hit the lake, you've gone too far. <laughs> Sisters Beer and Spirits fueling the good times at home since 1993. OK, and don't forget to stick around to the end of the episode where I, your host, will be delivering a fast five. And that is fast five. Things you pretend to be doing while watching your neighbors from across the way. Okay. <laughs> Before we start the game, of course, we have to learn about the rules. So let's do that now. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we will move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But... If both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber, Uber stand-out. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber stare-down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. And every episode here on Uber Cinco, the host is welcome to create their own house rule. Now, I also will never change a couple of things about myself. The chaos I bring to Uber Cinco, that's number one. And number two, <laughs> I'll never change all the hard work I put into this show to find and retain sponsors, which I'd like to thank Crank Donkey Buzz Market Research for finding all my warm leads that turned into hot sponsors over the past year. Toledo's third to last opened market research firm with the region famous Donkey Kick Hot Lead Sheet. Crank Donkey Buzz Market Research. Donkey kick your quiet biz into a buzz. <laughs> so my house rule is simple, you guys. Get off your lazy asses and help me pay for the show, god dang it, and get some of your bits sponsored, for Christ's sake. Extra bonus points for true synergy. Okay. We're doing top five things. I vow to never change about myself this week. I need to choose a first player. Brian, you can go first if you can answer this simple question. What is the one common ingredient among all these cocktails that are mentioned in the famous Cruise Flick cocktail? They are the Velvet Hammer, Dirty Mother, Orgasm, Angel's Tip, Friar Tuck, Pink Squirrel. What is the one common ingredient in all of those? Excessive amounts of dairy? <laughs> Ooh, you are... Correct. Uh, more specifically, <laughs> heavy cream, baby. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brian, please give us your number five thing that you will never change about yourself. All right. My number five here, which, of course, is sponsored by Slam Peterson's Gotcha Cam. Get it now at your <laughs> local Walmart. Um, this is <laughs> thing I will never change about myself is the opinion that my clock is the one the world needs to follow. Oh, interesting. Now, Yes. So when I want to get up and go, I'm ready. I'm at the door and either my lovely better half is running late and still putting shoes on or I'm at home and my parents can't find their keys and they want to go to the movies or whatever. But I'm at the door 
I'm on time. Now, when I've had a rough day and I'm a little slow, everyone's got to wait for me to catch up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm on my own pace. Don't worry. My clock's right. Okay. My clock's right. You just got to wait for it. So that's the one thing I got to do is just, just make sure everyone gets on my time. That's yeah. Now, some people attune their lives to the, the timing of a fine German watch or maybe the moon or the waves or, you know, uh, your alarm that you f- forgot to turn off um, before you went to bed. What do mm. you wh- what's what's your life set to? What my runs life your is, time? My life is set to a designed in California by Apple Shanghai manufactured Apple watches. <laughs> <laughs> That is what mock <laughs> makes my time accurate. Even though I did for our anniversary this week, did get yeah. a lovely fossil watch oh. uh, from Jenny. That's very, very nice uh, on the wrist. Doesn't tra- doesn't track my steps. Okay, so I can only use it for fancy dinners where the steps don't matter anyway. Where I'm pumping myself full of twenty six ounce ribeye, mm-hmm. that's fine. But on the nights where I really got to track everything, I'm back to the old uh, designed in California bad boy. Now, I, I know back in, oh boy, the early 2000s, Fossil came hot onto the scene. Um, I myself got a Fossil. Uh, I think I was in junior high or early high school. Nathan, did you ever have a Fossil watch? Uh, no, I never did. I don't think I've worn a watch since the first Bush administration. Oh my God. Oh, so, yeah. so you were you were one of those kids who had the nice rubberized watches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, very, I'm very on, on Brian's brian's page here with this time is a social construct okay. it's, it's you know yeah yeah we know we know that's what you think yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but it needs to benefit me and that's what i'm not gonna change i yeah. swear i will well, never my, change my it. thing is it goes by sleep is so i have a sleeping disorder so sleep has been a problem sleeping in the conventional hours of a nine to five life have always been a problem ever since sure. i was con- conscious of remembering um so I think the time for me is just the circadian rhythm is this very novel concept, but hear me out. You mm-hmm. sleep when you're tired, you get up when you're not. There oh, you go. What? Wow. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And the disorder Nathan is referring to is he sleeps upside down like a bat. <laughs> it's very, very unique to see. And I, it's the rigging on the sleeping bag alone is engineering marvel. I was going to say, I, I know, you know, Brian, you talk about maybe you have some time issues, Nathan. I, I, I'll admit, I also have some time issues. And I found out recently, I'd, I'd been, you know that trick where you say, oh, you, you set your clock forward 30 minutes and then, then you're never late. Mm-hmm. I accidentally set my clock back 45 minutes. So this whole time I thought it was on time. And I realized I was going, I was putting my clock the wrong way this whole time. Oh, uh, so I apologize. Okay. That's on me, guys. Um but you know what? I got it fixed last week. And oh, you know where I went? The fossil store? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very close. It's actually just by, it's in the, the shopping center behind the mall that the fossil store is, is in. It's Old German Man's Clock Shop, <laughs> right on Route 12. <laughs> owned by Gertrude von Gluck. Uh, old, old German Man Clock Shop is the best in old rustic Minnesota clock management. Um, thank you to, uh, to to old German man clock shop uh, getting me on time for the first time in a couple decades. Here we go. Uh, Nathan, um, I want to hear your number five now because Brian's, uh, I guess, the, the, yeah, it's it, it, it's on theme. I am the universe. The universe centers are on me. I will never change. <laughs> yes, I'm great. Correct. Yeah, yes. So I want to hear some, some from you there, bud. 
Uh, well, my number five is, uh, of course, uh, brought to you by Tampax. That's right, Tampax. <laughs> Tampax. We we may not be the number one brand, but we're up there. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, yeah, I, it's late, folks. Yeah, we're, it's we late. I, I I can't remember where I stole that from, but <laughs> credit to yeah, them. Yeah, I. <laughs> That that was that's one that didn't make my list was I'm never gonna grow up and have and not laugh at just disgusting humor. So th there's a little <laughs> there's a little bonus uh, for you. But my number five is just uh, my very specific nerdiness, the things that I just can't mm. let go and am obsessed with. Oh and... oh, oh we got ourselves a stare down. <laughs> oh oh my. <laughs> If you don't dance, it's not real. That's what uh, that's what I always said in my dates in junior yeah, high. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Nathan, your number five, which is you're saying your nerdiness, your your certain type of joie de vivre, as as uh, as we say Precisely. in the show, uh, that that links up with Brian's number two. Brian, give us your number two, sir. Um, my number two is that I will not change my style or lack thereof. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm hearing that. Okay. Uh, Nathan, uh, roll us down your number five. All right. The ways in which I am nerdy, we can go over them. I've, I hone in on a few very special interests, and I just ride them out to the end. I've got long hair. I've had long hair most of my life. I grew out my long hair because of Lord of the Rings. Was that why? That was why. Really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I, I watched I Lord of the Rings. Rock and roll. I saw, well, that that I mean, that certainly helps. But we'll get to rock and roll, obviously. Okay, In fact, okay. that'll be the next thing for anybody watching on YouTube. You'll see, I've got this Celtic knot necklace. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not just gonna gonna go right by the the Lord of the Rings here. Hold on one second. Hold on. Who who in Lord of the Rings were you emulating with your long hair? Well, see, there's two stages of life. I'm entering into one now that I'm I'm 35. Like right around my 33rd birthday is when I stopped the Orlando Bloom phase, and now I've entered into the Vigo Mortensen phase. So it's, it's a transition. <laughs> Second puberty is is what I call it. Okay. In okay. In the mythic world of Tolkien, this is your second puberty. But yeah, I'm Got a it. big Lord of the Rings. I when I was in uh, Ox in Oxford once, I literally walked an hour and a half in the rain to visit Tolkien's final resting place. That is a thing that I wow. do. Yeah. Wow. Wait, it, is that one way or, or round trip was an hour and a half? <laughs> I can't remember. It, that might, makes a difference. it might have been one way an hour and a half and then an hour and a half Woo! back. Yeah. That's like a third of a Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had them playing on my phone. You know, it was. Oh, good, so good, it, good, it, good. It all tied oh, yeah. together. It was a beautiful rainy afternoon. Then I, I'm, it's like I'm, I'm wearing this, this necklace, uh, which is mm -hmm. a, a Celtic knot. But really, it's also John Paul Jones's symbol from Led Zeppelin. And Led Zeppelin, their lyrics heavily influenced by Lord of the Rings, so it all <laughs> ties together. I've got, I've got so many uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, I got Led Zeppelin artwork. I have Led Zeppelin oh, T-shirts. Question, question, question. I didn't know that bands um, made all their members of a band have their own symbol as well. Just, just um, is that regular for bands? This is just Led Zeppelin on the Led Zeppelin Four album, which doesn't have a title. The actual title is the four unpronounceable symbols. That they have. Oh, okay. this one happens to be well, okay. Jones. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 gonna give you some bonus points here. What are all four symbols? Jimmy Page is uh, 
it looks like the word Zoso as Z-O-S-O. Um, okay. So sometimes people mistakenly call the album Zoso, but they're idiots. Just call it Led Zeppelin 4. Come on. Let's be simple. Okay. okay. There's no reason okay. to make yep, this yep, four-symbol yep. <laughs> rune thing complicated. <laughs> um, John Paul Jones, like I said here, John Bonham yep. is three interlocking circles. And then Robert Plants is... Is that... Is a three interlocking circles like an like an overhead view of the amount of bananas as he's putting them down his throat <laughs> kind of, at a yes. time? Is that yeah. three? Okay. okay. And then <laughs> and then Robert Plants is a is a ring with sort of a, a like leaf inside of it. Oh, pot. Yeah. I well, is that what it's okay. a long thin leaf. I, I don't know. It was it's kind of lame. Oh, they're they're lame. Oh, I'm okay. not going to lie. Except this one that I wear around my neck every single day because I'm a huge nerd. Uh, okay, branching off of that, then we go we go obviously to the next rock and roll thing, which is the Stones. Yep. Which every like mm -hmm. I have, I have. Are they rock and roll? <laughs> or are they blues? <laughs> I, I, Nathan is is laughing nervously and angrily right now. <laughs> I have I have substituted my obsession with uh, the Stones for a personality for the last few years, but I'm going to continue okay. to write it out. <laughs> It's going to go. I've got, uh, for Christmas this year, I got the, the little people, the like, is it Fisher Price little people in Stone's <laughs> version from my sister. Oh. Beautiful gift. Oh, and that is a great gift. And I've got, you know, the Stone's artwork and the Stone's t-shirts and everything. And I am 35. This part of my wardrobe is going nowhere, but it's going to have to be compensated by my, the other part of my wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Chicago Bulls. I have, I literally oh. have, I have three closets for clothes in my apartment. One of them is the, is the coat closet. Lucky. So on one rack, I have the coats and on the other rack, I have yep. all the Chicago Bulls stuff. <laughs> and I, I actually, I went, I, I went no to idea. see. You had all your bull stuff in one area. I do. I, which, it, which goes against the rest of uh, how disorganized my life is, but all the Chicago Bulls stuff has to be there. <laughs> I actually went to see my therapist not too long ago, and this was, I think, was probably very telling. And I wasn't mm -hmm. wearing um, black and red because, I mean, also Manchester United mm -hmm. sneaks in there once in a while, <laughs> and I just generally wear those colors. It's just become my. And I wasn't wearing black and red. And my therapist, literally, first thing she said in what I assume was genuine shock, was like, "I don't think I've ever seen you not wearing black and red." <laughs> and I was, <laughs> And I was like, I don't know if she. This is the breakthrough yeah. we need. Does she really yeah, feel like there. we need to address this? So, anyways, yes. I am a I am a total nerd. I've I've had obsessions with these few things, and I uh, exude them about my person and the decor of my home. I lay it at your feet. Okay. I would I you know I I would venture to say that in and of itself, it's, if you were just like, oh, I like the Bulls and the Stones and Zeppelin, people would be like, you're not a nerd. But if they were to spend an evening with you, enjoying <laughs> some beers or whiskey, and then find out how much you can unravel the onion, if you will, yeah. then they might be like, wow, holy cow, you know a lot, well, sir. Uh, you have definitely nerded out over this. All, all of these things individually are cool, <laughs> but then I have yeah. just uh, amassed so much. It's like, you know, if you have if you like a couple of spices, and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. venturing into your territory here using a cooking analogy, sure, sure, if, sure. You like, if you like a couple of spices, you're like, oh, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, that's delicious. I'm dumping yeah. the entire bottle of everything. <laughs> <laughs> you're like who who's who's in for dill steak tonight we're doing one day of yeah. dill steak again guys old dill steak. that is um, how okay. i crossed over into nerdiness all right nathan i i, I just want to i want to test the depth here okay? okay 
<laughs> I'm turning on Bassmaster 8000's Depth Finder. <laughs> Pick it up for a great price right across the street from Sisters Beer and Spirits uh, at, at the Big Fish Hole uh, right by uh, Elbow Lake in Minnesota there. Um, I'm testing the depth here. What is the most nerdy piece of trivia that you can summon about Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones? Uh, Ronnie Wood, okay. Um, oh, well, this is perfect because it's also a fact about Led Zeppelin. Uh, it all ties together. <laughs> is that Ronnie Wood's wife has the same birthday as my mom, who has the same birthday as Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ding dong. Also, dong. also uh, Kate Middleton, uh, Duchess of Cambridge. Happy birthday to her. Uh, yes. Her Royal Highness. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> She's definitely listening. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. We did have five downloads in the UK the past 28 days. I'm sure they were all her. Um, well, y you know, uh, she does have her own iPhone, I think, right? Did, did, did she get her own iPhone? They, they've allowed her not, now that she's 40. They allow her to. Uh, oh, they, okay. Good, <laughs> yes, good. yes. Um, Brian, I want to hear about, about your, your um, stance on your style. My stance is there isn't much of one. I remember being in high school. And uh, one of my friends, she said to me, we were having a conversation in the back of the classroom and blah, blah, blah. And she said, anyway, you, even Brian, Brian has style. He sticks to his reds, his blacks and his blues. OK. <laughs> and I was like, what are we talking about? And I was like, that's the definition of style. And I was like, <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard the word style in my name in the same sentence. And it was like. Oh, no, I just don't diversify my colors. Okay, <laughs> got it. But even to this day, like, I've never really cared about clothes or hair. I've never spent, as Mitch likes to say, when I tell him I've never spent more than $17 on a haircut, he says, it shows. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I take that back. I went to a sports clips once, and I never went back because they only put sports on the TVs. They won't let me put anything else. Like, we put on AMC. I thought this was for men. Like, we please do something else now. But uh, I wore baseball caps even b when I still had hair. Like, I saw so I, the inevitable Ron Howard look with Scorsese brows is like, it's here to stay. It's always mm -hmm. been here. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a polo and jeans at work, T-shirt and jeans at home kind of guy. <laughs> like, this is, okay. this is what I've always had. It will always be. I don't have enough cool graphic tees to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Nathan. But... My lack of a definitive style, apparently, according to my friend from high school, is a style. <laughs> so that's that's my number two. People people who who wear all black every day, that's a style. People who wear, yeah. you know, um, uh, your American cowboy who wears denim from from head to toe, you know, save for the leather on his feet, that's a style. It's all questions you know? about whether it wants to be emulated. I don't think anyone wants to emulate Nathan or. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, you know, what? I, I I bet some Chicago Bulls during warmups and a game would, you know, that would that would do. Reminds me to a callback. I can always offer Nathan my Jay Williams jersey is always here for you anytime you need it. Let's hope he can get the skid marks off. Okay. Um, oh, 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 come on. Was that too low? Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. That was pretty scary. Um, Whatever. Right. Uh, I, I, I have to give Brian some points for his uh, number five here. Uh, his my clock uh, is is the highway you must travel on. Um, I get it. 
Um, I, I, I kind of wanted to hear another story of you kind of running the time show, if you will. So I'm going to give you two points for that there. And then this stare down, I liked, I liked the specific anecdote you gave Brian from high school. Um, but Nathan's fact about Ronnie's and his mom and then Jimmy Page. Today is all, all three sh- of their birthday today. Oh, today is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's. That's gonna take. Just give him the points for gonna, pulling that out of his ass. It's gonna take the like, nerd that's cake. Just, it's gonna that, take that's, the nerd cake. Yeah. yeah um, I can't so, do that. All right. Uh, um, that was. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are off the rails. We are back on the rails. We are back on the rails. Okay. Number four. Uh, let's go back to Brian. Uh, what, what is that, uh, my good sir? Uh, my number four, which is a cause, of course, excuse me, brought yep. to you by Staunch Claspin, best buckles below Broadway. Um, I <laughs> vow to stay disorganized as I find order in my chaos. Oh, my oh, God. All we're doing is staring each other down this one. This is, whew. My um, eyes are dry from being so wide <laughs> and looking at me. Um, okay, so Brian, you said you, you vow to stay disorganized. You love the chaos in your disorder. Nathan, yes. what's your number four that matches up with Brian? Not making my bed. Oh, <laughs> simple, straight to the point, nice. classic. Okay, um, actually, I'm gonna go. Nathan, tell us about that that not making your bed thing. I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave it to Brian to, to to do the big finale here. Oh, I was hoping to go to Brian first so I could write my advertising thing down. <laughs> 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 you got to sneak it in when I'm talking. <laughs> uh, well, my my number four <laughs> is, of course, brought to you by uh, Carlton's Mask Emporium, Montpelier's number one Tom Poston mask manufacturers since 1981. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I don't make my bed. So, I, I mean, I do. Sometimes, and I think we all know what times that is, is when somebody who isn't me that doesn't normally stay around me has to come s- see the bedroom for the first time. Then I'll make my bed. Oh, okay. Of course. Okay. I'm not a monster. But wait, does that mean if they return, you will not make the bed on the second or third return? It's, or, it's like, it's or, like or, a fourth or fifth, because at a certain point, they're going to have yeah. to accept me for who I am. You know? Okay. Okay. But uh, are the sheets clean on the first visit? Of course. Like, or for a while. Especially <laughs> <laughs> washed at least. <laughs> uh, go, go. We're going to keep recording these later. I think the good stuff comes out. <laughs> this time of night, the moon is in the perfect Woo, position. There it is. But um, Okay. I, I don't, yeah, sorry, I don't keep, make keep bed because... Particularly if it's just going to be me or if it's going to be me yep. and somebody who I'm sharing my entire life with, we're going to yep. we're going to leave that place and then we're going to spend yep. the day elsewhere. And then we're going to come back. And why make it if we're just going to then unmake it? And then it's just it's just a waste of time. This is an efficiency thing more than anything. It's an efficiency thing. And now once sure. I, I was in a uh, I was in a group therapy session at one point some years ago. Okay. And there's a young man. Uh, who was had a lot of really great insights. And he actually said that one of the things that really turned his life around was making his bed every morning because then he could wake up, 
He would turn around, he would look at that bed, he would make it, and he'd say, okay, I at least accomplished this, now I've got started. So I was like, okay, I'm going through a, a rough patch in life. I'm going to give this a try. I did it for seven days, and my life was just as shitty as it was seven days earlier. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's out. I've made up my mind on this one. I am not going to be a bed maker. And now I know that our host, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch makes his bed. Or at least when we shared a room freshman year, I remember a couple times you'd be like, oh, hey, can you can scoot over the way of the TV? I'm going to make my bed. And I sat there in amazement, just just complete <laughs> shock, watching an 18-year-old make his bed. And it was with great wonder that I gazed upon him. Uh, so I salute you for it. I understand that my choice is not for everybody. I respect the bed makers out there. I just don't happen to be one of you. Yeah, I you know, and that freshman year, I just want to say Nathan's bed was vaulted, so his bed was at no point going, going to be a bench or a, or a seating area. True, that is probably why I made the bed. Uh, but also, when you have a seersucker blanket, if that thing is crumpled, it just doesn't it doesn't have that crisp, you know, um, um, look of a of a country club. You know, when it's <laughs> it's nice and that was ooh, that was the vibe that we were going for in, in our our. Real yeah, freshman year. Absolutely. That was what they called us, the country think, club boys. Oh, here come those country club boys from the fourth floor. <laughs> I think for the audience's sake, you guys got to describe this layout a little better because you just said, Nath, or Mitch said he had to, can I stab in front of the TV oh, to make the simple. bed? What is the layout of this Simple. So, this so we're, we're sitting in front of the TV. It's right behind us is Mitch's desk. Two yep, chairs very it. close together. To the left is Mitch's bed. This is a bed. dorm, not yeah. an apartment. To, correct, to the correct. Left dorm. Is dorm. Bed. That makes a lot more to sense. To the right is my bed that's lofted with my desk and desk chair underneath it. Not a lot of elbow room there. Got it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. So I'm picturing, like, the Clydeborn place, and I'm like, what the hell were you guys doing watching <laughs> just TV in his room? This doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's also... Then freshman 18 dorm. I'm going to I'm gonna offer... It's the beer. I'm going to offer down. Mitch a host bonus point if he can remember oh, sure. our dorm room number back from 2005. Oh, it would have been uh, four... Oh, boy. Four... To the left... 415. 412. 412. Ah, right. Negative points. <laughs> Three off. Rules. Son of a bitch. Oh, that's right. We were the 412 boys. 412 boys. We're always eight minutes from 420. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's oh, such a stupid joke. And we rarely, if ever, smoked pot. So, I didn't I did uh, smoke pot a single time freshman year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the one time we did, our friend went to jail and we're like, oh, let's not do that again. True. Uh, yeah. Uh, Better than any dare program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian, I want to hear about uh, your number four. All right. So I vow to stay disorganized because I find the order in my chaos. Like, I know that the jeans that are underneath the chair in the upstairs room, I only wore once. I know those are still good for a day out. Okay. I know that the paper clip that I need. I dropped six months ago, and it's below that corner of the room because I pushed it away because I didn't really want to sweep. I know it's there. So if somebody makes me clean and makes me do this, do you know how much shit I'm going to lose if I clean? I can't do this. And now this carried over into my digital life. 
I think you guys would mm. both agree I'm one of the few people it's always like, hey, I, I tried using this new piece of software. I got a trial. Hey, if you want to try it, I'm, I'm using it for this, that, and the other. And I like try and find a reason. If I get something for free, I try to force myself to find a reason to use it instead of just sticking to whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I always decided that new script ideas have to be in the notes app on my phone. And then when I want to elaborate that, I have to move to Google Docs. Uh-huh. And then from there, I have to extrapolate that into a Word document. It's different than it's different than Google Docs. Yeah. yeah. And from there, I need to open up Final Draft and start doing some scripting forms that way. And then when I come up with a new idea, I have to go put it in the place where it belongs. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, I'm in the script format looking back at a note that has an idea I had yesterday that I should have just put in the <laughs> because that's the way my chaotic brain works and i will remember where i put it <laughs> in whatever digital form that it is yep i wrote that there because i was on the bus and i put it there because that was okay blah, blah, blah. oh my god i haven't been on a bus in a long time i have no idea what that <laughs> <laughs> i write best on the bus thank you very much. <laughs> I was say, you know all the times i'm just sitting there just bouncing and trying to get the hand right hand. yeah I, whatever Wow. But uh, yeah, that's that's the order in my chaos. Okay, so so there it sounds like there's a thing here though too, maybe a little bit not full hoarder, but a little hoarder tendency here of like definitely, you got it for definitely. free, you gotta you gotta find some use out of it somehow, or especially from like things that remind me of a like a very specific memory. Sure. Like if like I will never throw out. Like I found a folder of all my old artwork from middle school at my parents' house. Like, sure. yeah, I'm not going to get rid of that. I'm never going to look at it again. Sure. Except maybe once every 15 years and be like, okay, cool. That's nice. But mm-hmm. I can't get rid of it. Like there's a lot of stuff like that. Just nostalgia value. Yeah. That I have a real hard time getting rid of. I, uh, that's funny you mentioned that because over the, this past summer, my parents sold my childhood home and my mom had found some of my old artwork and she's like, do you want to keep this? And I was like, I'll just take photos of it an email to myself and then no, then we can recycle. It's fine. And I found one of the things, a brilliant, brilliant piece of writing by, by might I say, and anyway, I think I was in second grade and I drew, it was like a planet and it was like all the things I need for me or something like that. And it said, all I need in this world is ice cream, tender, loving care and everything in the world. That's all I needed as a second grader. I told my parents, <laughs> I brought her home. I was like, this is it. Mom and That's dad. So beautiful. This is, this is how you that take care great. of me. Ice cream, TLC, and then just everything that I want. And then that's it. um. (laughs) I remember when I moved out, I remember finding a lot of uh, started projects. I remember finding a notebook, like one of those Mead composition notebooks. Oh, God. Oh, the curse of of the quarter filled notebook. All over. Those were the ones that they wouldn't open correctly, right? The. That's just it. I was was obsessed with them because of their look. Oh, like the Trapper Keeper kind of things? No, no, no. They didn't have the rings. They, that they, was, they were, you that couldn't was the lay problem. them flat. Yeah. They were horrible. That was, they were horrible. You couldn't flip uh, them over. You couldn't do anything. It was the Harriet the Spy thing. She wrote in those composition notebooks. So I wanted to write. That's what a writer did. Got it. <laughs> to got copy it. Harriet the Spy, you had that. So I found one from third grade that said, The Mystery of the Killer of El Dorado Lane. <laughs> and I opened it up, and it had one paragraph in it, and then it was empty. <laughs> It was like a killer title. A couple of, that's a great title. It's a great title. Great title. And that's uh, that's where most of my ideas end. <laughs> so, that sounds like man, my man. my Google Drive folder of like of like upcoming works, I think is what it's called. And it's like 
25 to 30 documents in there. And I went through it recently and I was like, whoa, what's this? It was, it was called like the broken wine glass. I was like, oh, what's this? Click in and it's like a guy drops a wine glass <laughs> and is embarrassed to pick it up. And I'm like, that's it? That's the whole, that's the so, whole story. <laughs> back to my disorganized, disorganized uh, digital flow there. Yeah. In my notes app, I used to, every time I had a new idea, create a new note. <laughs> so there would just be a mess. So now to kind of take the therapy approach of making your bed every day, I have one note that has a bunch of ideas in it. Instead of just saying they're ideas, I call it their, their one day will be's. Oh, I like <laughs> so that a lot. You have to will them into existence. They're one day will be's. They're not notes. Yeah. That's very nice. Uh, yes. w- with that sweet little title you just gave me there, the one day will be's. I'm going to give you the, the benefit of the doubt on this stare down, Brian. You're getting three points here. Um, I don't hey, know oh. if, if anyone's surprised on that. Um, I feel like I kind of telegraphed that a little bit, but you know, hey, that that's that's the game here. That's when you game, have a man. crooked carny run in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Do you guys remember any of the carnies from your local fairs? Oh my god, absolutely! A guy named Jimmy. I rem- I just I, <laughs> one guy one year. Jimmy, classic long greasy hair. He had a hat on, uh, and he's smoking a cigarette. And I remember him because. It was it was um, the ride that looks like octopus arms. The tilt and, the and world. Get on. It, it, it's it's not the tilt oh. world because it's like it's like four arms and then each arm has like three offshoots for for little like two person cars or whatever. Yeah, and it it, it it goes up and then it starts spinning and it kind of, there's a tilt to it or whatever. Is that is yeah. that the tilt world? Uh, it's, it's it's no the tilt world is like where you're sitting in. A, it, Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so Jimmy, I was too young, and as a young boy, my head was the exact same size as it is now. So the G's picked up, <laughs> and my head hit the hit the bar that like is at your lap. Got hit the bar, and I, I didn't have enough neck muscle to take my head off the bar because it was moving so quickly, and oh. I wasn't strapped in tightly enough. And I was just yelling like, "Stop the ride! Stop the ride!" <laughs> Guy never heard us because he was smoking and probably hitting on fifteen year olds or whatever. And as you do, yeah. I finally get off, and you know my brother's like, "Let's go back to mom." And I literally couldn't pick my head up the rest of the day because I had <gasps> pulled all of my neck muscles. And Jesus, fucking! I remember Jimmy. I remember because I remember I looked at him on the way out and was just so mad at him. But of course, I was in Minnesota, so I couldn't say anything. I just smiled at him as i walked out and like thank you, thank you for the ride yeah, thanked him for my pain and my suffering so uh the only one i remember is a guy who always worked at the fun house for whatever reason the mystery fun house that was the only thing he would oh. take your tickets he had no fingers or thumbs what he only had these nubs that he could grab your ticket with and i remember being really really young and that was the first time i ever saw someone with like a hand disability and i was like oh my god what what is that <laughs> and then every year it just became a thing it's like are we going to see him again? Is he going to be there? <laughs> sure enough, like five years in a row, uh, there was the guy with the nub hands. And it was like, wow. No one ever had the courage to like talk to him like a human and ask him like, hey, what's going on? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. And just... it's just like, no, it's just, it's just the mystery is what we, we lived. On. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's that's a pretty scarring story. And I'm hoping that um, Nathan's number three. uh We'll definitely get us back on the rails. Well, we are well, far off. We'll, we'll get us. We'll get us back on the rails, and maybe not scar us so bad. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Nathan, what's your number three? 
That's right. Uh, my number three, of course, it's uh, sponsored uh, from uh, South Bend, Indiana. Father Callahan's Valiant Vespins, uh, oh. now serving convents, make wearing a nice habit a habit. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, hello. that's cash in the bank for us. Thank you, Father Callahan. And my number three is uh, I avoid vegetables. And I'm going to continue to avoid vegetables. I don't like Ooh. vegetables. I don't like eating vegetables. And okay. I eat them sometimes because I like being alive. But I eat the bare minimum yep. amount of vegetables to continue to live and be healthy. And then I don't eat them. And then I'm happy. So I do the <laughs> things that I have to do to stay alive. Mm -hmm. And it's really awful and horrible every single time. And I try different ways of i i like other people will make the like oh here i've made you some roast vegetables that are blah, blah, blah. and i'm like oh finally this is gonna be great three bites oh this is amazing and then the fourth bite i'm like jesus fucking christ not again it's just it's just vegetables and uh <laughs> so i don't eat them i don't do it and i know i'm probably have taken 10 years off my life but we're here today to talk about bad habits that we won't give up some people smoke some people you know, people have plenty of vices that are going to take years off their life. Mine, I just can't eat vegetables. And I'm, I've am i gone 35 years. I remember when I was a kid, a lot of people were like, your taste will change, your taste will change, your taste will change. As you get older, your palate changes. Certain taste buds mm -hmm. develop and certain taste buds diminish. Guys, it's not happening. I don't it's like vegetables. Happened. I don't like them. So there you go. All vegetables. <laughs> just all the onions can't eat onions those midwesterners among us mitch your your yeah. hometown uh folks up in the the minnesota area will remember the red yeah. green show yeah the red oh, green yeah. show homespun canadian wisdom yeah 15 seasons it was on i've seen every single episode many of them okay. multiple, multiple times and my favorite Wonderful. joke ever from that show him <laughs> with winston rothschild they're just sitting out in a fishing boat fishing cameras just circling around them it's a very serene shot and winston says to red he says red what's the worst thing you ever ate and red goes uh, uh vegetables <laughs> that <laughs> sums up my worldview <laughs> oh and, and we're not counting because technically by government standards um would potato chips count as vegetables now in, in a government uh, school meal? I think it would, right? Because they are made out of potatoes. Well, they used to consider pizza vegetables because it had tomato sauce. That's right. Oh, those so... lucky children got all their veggies right on their pizza. Yeah. Well, in that case... What, Nathan, uh, yeah. what is the best, closest to edible vegetable dish you've ever had? And what is the one vegetable like never again is going in? We covered this on our Christmas episode. Brussels sprouts and I are not friends. We know that. Okay, that's that's definitely a never again. Yeah. But what was the one that almost got zucchini? You grilled oh, zucchini. grilled zucchini. I think I okay. could possibly shoehorn into my diet, and then also zucchini bread, guys. Especially made by my sister Laurel. Laurel, shout out to you and your Ooh. zucchini bread. Sent me sent me home with a loaf and some tin foil not that long ago. Mwah, zucchini bread. Oh my god! That's okay. You, so maybe it's hyphenated. You have to just smuggle it. Vegetables with you have something. To smuggle it yeah, through smuggle the border. It. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> encase it in something that's entirely not a vegetable, and then you can get it into my system. 
So, so let's say I'm growing zucchini uh, north of the border, let's say, and I, I, I've got like, I don't know, 15 kilos of zucchini. I'm, I'm drying it out. I'm putting into a powder, and I wrap it tight in, in, in saran wrap, and I just stuff that into a car made out of, I don't know, sugar, butter, flour, um, and spices. Then I'm, I'm sneaking that into your country easy is what, is what you're saying. I think maybe you would probably need some like uh... – some like lamb with some Pour Indian some beer spices, on that too? yeah. Oh, okay. Bake it in, okay. bake it in, in a sort of a beer bread sort of situation. That you, you know, a nice rise to it. That would be good. Okay, interesting. Pasta, pasta. You'll eat pasta. I will eat pasta. Okay. Next time you come over, I'm gonna sneak vegetables into you, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll ask you afterwards, how did I get those into you? And then you'll go, I have no idea, but it was delicious. That's see, that's fine. I am grateful for that because somebody's got to look out for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a really fun game. I'm actually very excited for this so, to see if I can sneak vegetables into you without you knowing it. I may not get points on this round, but I have at least guaranteed yeah. myself several delicious meals. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to give him a naked juice label like at the end of it like i snuck in five apples and seven bananas a whole head of kale all in that one little bite <laughs> oh my god i love it okay yeah i'm i've i i'm already brimming with ideas and and ways to 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 jam that green uh in your in your tum tum okay <laughs> brian you're number yes, three deliver it Hard, fast, and uh, strong. My number Let's go. three, yes, of course, is brought to you by uh, Belch McFlannery's Meadery, Helena, Montana's best expired meadery. Oh. McFlannery's. Eh, it's still good. <laughs> number three, I will not learn a new hobby. I'm done with hobbies. No more. Oh, interesting. Nothing more. I've learned enough. I'm putting a lid on it. Like, I, I, I hyper fixated on too many as it is, and I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, I would say my intermediary guitar playing skills is a hobby. It's not going to lead to anything. Intermediary? You mean? Yes. So intermediate. So, I am an intermediate. Oh, yes. oh, oh, oh! You said intermediary. I thought you were talking to to to, to spirits from beyond, or you know, I thought you were doing that kind of thing with your I thought guitar. That was me. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know like three songs on piano. That's not enough to even like. I can't even go to a dueling pianos thing and do anything cool. <laughs> It's like, and also, what's the point of a new instrument at this point? I'm too old for a band, too young for an orchestra. Where do I fit? <laughs> too it's, too it's young for stuff. an orchestra. <laughs> Have you ever seen an orchestra? <laughs> they're mainly old, old people. Have you, you <laughs> seen these violin projects? I'm kidding. They're like, I'm kidding. They're like I'm three. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm talking. I couldn't be an orchestra conductor. All right, here we go. Let that's, me narrow it down. Sidebar that's question. Fair. Brian, yes. is, is one of your retirement fantasies is to be like one of the piano players at howling at the moon that'd be great yeah i wish i could do okay that. okay because here's the problem we've been over this before on other musical episodes i can't learn anything by ear and i feel like that is the oh. thing to learning any new instrument yeah i mean i feel like prince could hear a freaking recorder and know how to pick it up and do a solo on it. Like I can't, I'm not one of those people. Brian okay, and I okay. are so. very similar in our musical abilities where, and Brian's doing himself a disservice. Brian is a fine guitar player. And I like to think I can do some pretty cool stuff on the guitar, but Brian and I just learn stuff on the guitar. Cause we're like, God damn it. I'm going to learn this song on the guitar. And we just don't quit until we know it. And then people would be like, how are you doing that? And we're like, we have no idea behind the theory. We just have decided we were going to memorize how to do it. 
And then that's how it works. <laughs> we ran our heads into the brick wall as many times as we had time to do so until it yeah. clicked. And now we have this skill that does nothing for us. <laughs> okay, so so, so so you've got guitar, you've got piano. What else is there? Uh, other thing, I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole once at card tricks. Like, I, I you know, I sit here with cards and just fiddle with them. I'm not going to learn to do magic. Like, what are you doing? I can't do that shit. You know how much sleight of hand, how much, like ambidextrous you got to be and to do this stuff. And it's like, I got big old Vienna sausage fingers. Like, I can't can hide a lot of stuff real easy, but I can't get it out quick enough. So <laughs> that's a, that's good. I mean, I've dabbled in web design, camera shit. I've bought accessories up to Wazoo. And it's just like every once in a while, you pick up a new YouTube rabbit hole and you're like, oh, man, this can uh, be people who build decks. I'm going to watch people build decks for <laughs> like a week. And be like, oh, man, one day when I have a house, I'm going to retain all this <laughs> and be able to deck build as a hobby. No, I'm not. But you Why could, do I though. Do Eventually, you could. I mean, like, you don't need to memorize how to build a deck. That's why you have YouTube. That's just it. I will say I have done so much because of YouTube. Yeah. The amount of things I have fixed, the amount of things I have built, the amount of things I have learned for free <laughs> is, is, is a miracle. Yeah. So that's great. But I'm to the point now where it's like, I've gotten to be a jack of all trades, master of none, and enough things that like my brain's at capacity, I think. Okay. I will still pick up a little things along the way here, but it's like it's kinda like do, do I need to meet new people? Do I need to like know more people than I do? I'm pretty good. <laughs> do I need to watch that show? I'm, I'm gonna take that like, as a really to... He's very satisfied, Mitch, with you and me yeah. being his friends. He feels yeah. I have achieved the ultimate. Yeah. These are my friends. Yep. There's no one better out there than those two handsome young men. There's wow. There's nothing that makes me more uncomfortable when people are like, I'm gonna have a wedding of like three hundred to four hundred people. And I'm like, I haven't met three hundred people. <laughs> Let alone enough I like enough. <laughs> To like actually care about this, and also, why, why do I want them to bring a hundred dollars for a plate to this futuristic event? I don't care. I, I, I know like twelve people that I care about. That's that's, a, that's way more than I'll ever need. <laughs> there are more. There are Plenty. more than twelve people that you know listening to you say that right now, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. everybody's kind of like making a checklist. Like, ooh, I'm definitely above. I'm definitely above them. But uh. yeah. see uh -huh. where you folks <laughs> rank. <laughs> Brian's Dirty Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's episode of Uber Cinco, the, the final rankings of everyone in our life. Mom, don't listen. Okay. Um, <laughs> laying down the hair. No holds barred. Here we go. Uh, oh, shit. Brian, Brian what, what, what's the nerdiest hobby that you, that you retain and that, that you don't, that you've been doing for years? Poof. Have you, have you guys heard the John Mulaney bit where he's like, I don't need any new music. I've listened to the point where it's like, I will never need to hear a new song. Wow. That's kind of where I am. I filter between uh, a, a Bruce Springsteen playlist, a Foo Fighters playlist, and then just Rolling Stones radio. So it's like whatever bluesy inspired the Rolling Stones to whoever copied the Rolling Stones and it's just, you got Led Zeppelin in there. It goes back, especially the Bruce playlist. You go back to Roy Orbison. You get a bunch of mix in there. I don't, I don't need to listen to anything else. And that is my hobby of making just two playlists that are just good enough for me. This, this is where I disagree entirely is because I've had <laughs> yeah. so many failed relationships that so much music is now just painful to listen to because of 
horrible, <laughs> awful nostalgia. I need to start from scratch. <laughs> I've got <laughs> to throw everything away and start over. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I've, like there's some new stuff. Like if I listen to new Adele album, that was great. That was cool. I like that. But like if I listen to anything that's like on B96 here in Chicago, yeah. I've got people who have been listening to that station, which is the pop station. Mm-hmm for their entire lives and just change what they like based on what's popular. And I'm like, I'm getting old man syndrome. I'm like, it's getting worse. Everything on it sucks. It's terrible. I didn't like it when I was 10 and I was supposed to like pop music. I didn't like it. So I feel like I've been this old Ron Howard Scorsese browed man (laughs) since I was an adolescent and yeah, Marvel movies. <laughs> That's kind of kind of where I'm at. So. Was your was your costume at school when you were ten like an old man on a porch? Like you, your mom built you a little porch that extended out in front of you, or what was the? I think you mean my style. Mitch. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, sorry. I I did I did play a mean uh, blue man group with uh, my pals Kevin and Chris one year. That's a Ooh, epic costume. That's but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, guys, that's for our top five Halloween episode. Yeah, uh, these number threes were um were not surprising because I know both of you. Um, Brian, you obviously are you're the you're you're, you're the king of YouTube, really. I mean, you're like, hold on, just give me a weekend and I'll I'll become a a semiconductor of the of the Toledo Orchestra, um, even though I'm way too young for it. Um, uh, but, uh, but you know what? Toledo is where I'd have my sights, and I would be happy with that accomplishment. That's true. And Toledo, the beautiful city by the lake um, in Ohio. So um, I'm going to give – Nathan, I'm giving you three points of the veggies because I'm excited to, uh, to hide uh, cruciferous, nutritious – vegetables in you one day i can't wait um, without you knowing um and brian i i i'm, I'm hearing this uh, on you I, I i wanted to hear a little more about some other strange weird little hobbies that we're not sure about um maybe you haven't shared uh, widely with the world yet so i'm gonna give you two points there um so we're moving on um brian we've already heard your number two from the stare down uh so we're gonna go back to nathan for his number two number two is of course brought to you by my hometown, a legitimate, oh. real establishment. Oh. Yes, that's <laughs> right. B&C's Hometown Cafe in Roseville, Illinois. That's right. <laughs> B&C's, no, not Barf and Choke, because that's what everybody called it. So they changed the name to the Lunchbox Cafe, which is erroneous because they close at 11 a.m. They're open from 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. so the farmers can go have coffee and then they go home. Uh, B&C's. <laughs> Former BNC is now the lunchbox. Where one time (laughs) I I ordered toast and they didn't have any bread. So I saw the guy who owned it go two doors down to the grocery store and come back with a bag of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. Resilience. Uh, My number two is starting more books than I can handle. This is something I have done my whole life. And I sure. still do it is I start reading a book. It's getting worse because our attention spans are dwindling. We've got our phone screens. We've got all the apps. We've got all the streaming services. We spend hours scrolling through Netflix and never deciding on a movie. Our attention spans are over. It's done. And so I'm worse at this than I ever have been. I'll start a book and then I'll start another book because it looks enticing. And all of a sudden I'm reading six or seven books at a time. 
But I've decided to take that's this too to the, many. That's too many plots to keep straight. Too many. So I've decided to put this to the test. So I am introducing okay. a new feature on Uber Cinco. It'll be very brief, okay. but every week okay. for 2022, we're going to have Nathan's Literary Corner where he okay. tells you what book he finished because Nathan will be reading 52 books in 2022. Wow. And I'm doing this so I will be held accountable. <laughs> so I have <laughs> like... to come up with something every week. And I realize what this means. I'm going to be reading a lot of very short books this year. <laughs> 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 because I'm currently, I'm currently, I'm finishing one that I have about 50 pages to go and one that should be, it's a breeze, it's a fly through. But I'm reading uh, The Mirror in the Light, which is the third in the Wolf Hall trilogy by Hilary Mantel. Oh, Soapy, so it's, gossipy. It's quite, Ooh, intrigue. Yeah, it, 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 it's quite dense. She's a beautiful writer. I've finished the first two books, and I'm finishing the third now. And I expected to have it done by tonight, and I don't. I fell short. But this is my vow that you can now all laugh at me as I fail throughout the year. But every <laughs> week, I want to come to you with a new book that I have finished and if I fail one week, that means I gotta come up with two. This we're going, we're going the whole year here. I gotta read wow. fifty-two books. How are you gonna read forty-five books in December? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find myself unemployed sometime around November tenth if this is gonna happen. <laughs> we could make that happen. <laughs> I have yeah, done I mean... this before. In 2015, I read fifty-two books. I've done it once wow. before, but you also have to remember, and this is a very important detail. Mm -hmm. For most of 2015, I was unemployed <laughs> <So> <laughs> and lived for at least four months of it, lived in a home with no Internet. So, <laughs> well, there you go. That'll definitely that do. helps. Well, if, if, if you need any help catching up, I've got a bunch of pamphlets on drywall and seed corn. That would be <laughs> tantalizing material for you. So no, 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 Nathan, don't pick up a new hobby. Don't do it. <laughs> um, th there was uh, a couple years back. I was, I was asking Danny, uh, uh, I said, can we be friends on, on Goodreads? And she's like, I don't, I don't think you would do it. Let, let's, let's not do that. I was like, ah, I'm not, nah, mm, ah. As someone who doesn't know what books are, what are what's Goodreads? <laughs> oh my God, Goodreads is an incredible website that has history, basically of all the books, and you can track them. You can say, "I'd like to read this book." You can like update your progress on it. You can have friends on it, so you can see what your friends are reading. You can get, um, you know, uh, recommendations for, so for other books. So it's more boring than Facebook, but a spreadsheet for the books you've read. It, think of it like uh, IMD. IMDb for books, basically. That makes yeah, sense. Okay, so that's cool. Uh, but then I was like, Danny, can, can we be friends? And my my uh, partner Danny is a voracious reader, and she's like, I, I don't know. Eh. And finally, I got her to agree to be friends with me. And, and then I looked at, and I was like, Oh, I've I've read like on my Goodreads account, or whatever, in the past with this like 2015, I've read like 130 books, or whatever, in the past couple of years. I'm like, That's good. I look at her account. She has like 1,700 books on there read. And I'm like, I have never felt so dumb or small before until <laughs> looking at her account and then seeing it, like getting updates, like updates from Danny. Like every other day, I was like, she finished this book. She finished that book. She finished that book. And then I found out her record for a year was 186 books yeah. in one year. Boom. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, uh, uh, and then of course, so then I'm like, you know what? I, I want to be a better reader. Let's, let's read together. And then I sit down and I notice how quickly she's turning the pages. And then I'm like, 
oh, you can't do that. That'll. And then, and then I realized ego she boot. reads That'll literally twice as fast as I do, and I was like, okay, I can't read next to you anymore. This is this isn't good for me. So yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, like when I, I I've opened twenty books. That's like when life. I wanted to get better at at running, I wanted to run a little faster. So I worked out with Usain Bolt for a few days, and that was. <laughs> <laughs> That was the end. Not great. And he's like, Nathan, <laughs> how come you can't keep up? We just got to run at this speed. You're like, ah, fine, never mind. Um, damn. Okay. Uh, we're going to go over to Brian for his number one. Um, oh, Nathan, sorry. Let me let me score you out there. Um, I, I wasn't going to give you three points until you came up with Nathan's Literary Corner. Um, I hope I didn't butcher the title there. Uh, so you're getting three points because this, this is a very um, – this is a big goal, and I love it. And 2021 and 2020, you know, the world's been gripped. I think it's time that we all break out of our shells here and start. We 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 need to shake up the jar, you know. We need to we need to we need to shake it up, and we need to get things moving a little bit. So, um, I love that idea. I'm giving you three points, Brian. I'm going to speak slowly, so you are ready to give me your number one along with your beautiful sponsor here, uh, right now yes so my number one of course is brought to you by blanche esther rogers ironic flowers for serious occasions <laughs> now uh my number one is food related once again cool but i will always and i will never change this about myself give the better presented plate to my significant other or guests Wow. wow. Oh, you are what such a, a saint. Oh my god. Wow. Number one. Number one now, guy in the world. Wow. You're such a martyr. Uh, you are such a martyr. Okay. First of all, <laughs> shut your hole. Second, you know how much work a good meal can take sometimes. And you want to also enjoy it yourself. Yep. If you've got the perfect piece of steak, you slice it the amount which is like perfect against the grain and it fanned out. It fanned out perfectly oh, yeah. on that plate oh, yeah. in a perfect little arch. Yep, yep, yep. And then you go to do the second plate. It just didn't happen quite as good. Yeah. But, you know, everything's going to taste the same. Everything's going to be blah, blah, blah. And you put that dollop of mashed potatoes and you the spoon, like, in it, just a perfect little puddle for the gravy. Yep. And then whatever vegetable Nathan's going to push into the trash <laughs> right there, perfectly roasted, like a... Like a maple bacon Brussels sprout, <laughs> yeah. as I enjoyed today. Oh, was, uh, mm. Like that, whatever, because if you drip, you can, like, especially if you got like the butter coming out of the Brussels sprouts and you're spooning it on and it drips on the side, blah, blah, blah. But you want to take the perfect plate yeah. to sit at the table, just to sit there for two seconds and just enjoy your work. Yep. But no. Like I, I, I'm, I'm still gonna give the good plate to whoever I need to impress. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, that's the perfect one. <laughs> that's the showstopper. Ugh, I, I need to show off my skills here. Now, I also do this when there's a lack of presentation, when it's just a normal, normal dinner day. Mm -hmm. I like to make a meal and hand Jenny like a nice plate again to have this presentation. Now, if I haven't done the dishes in a while and there's only one clean plate, she's getting the plate and nothing's <laughs> touching it, and I'm putting it all in a bowl and I'm just going to eat what I can. <laughs> so... I feel like this is a pretty good quality. I know it's not a huge sacrifice, but it's something that I like. I'm going to keep because, hey, I want you guys to enjoy the spoils of what maybe little labor I put into it. If it's just mac and cheese from a box, yeah. we all work sometimes. we got to do the shitty meals. Yeah. But, hey, 
presentations always got to be good. I, it's the third part of the meal, and everyone always forgets about it. Yeah, good ingredients, cooked well. It's got to look good. That's that's very true. I love this. You're you're getting this is an easy three points for me. You you you're playing to your to your uh, audience here. That that that's obvious. Um, and I that your your mention of of Nathan pushing the veggies into the trash reminded me of when I was in 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 preschool. I was four or five <laughs> years old. I'm at daycare, and and my friend Kai. I sat next to him every single day at lunchtime. He also hated vegetables, but we were we were best buds, and we we were a dynamic duo because he would put his broccoli underneath like the rim of his plate, and then I would just go and sneak under there with my little fingers, pull his broccoli out, and eat it. So I got twice as much broccoli, and then the people running the daycare thought he ate his broccoli, and this went on for like half the summer until one day. He got up from his, his spot too early before I could eat all the broccoli. They picked his plate up and found a ring of broccoli on the table. <gasps> and we were caught. And I actually got a note sent home and says Mitchell <laughs> cannot eat other children's food anymore. He is stealing their nutrients. And my mom was like, okay, fine. I get it. Like, you want the other kids to eat. But, like, I'm not going to tell my kid to eat less broccoli. So, yeah. So, okay. If that's your dumbest thing, Nathan, can you recall the dumbest thing that a teacher or adult ever said? Like, we have to have a conversation about. Cause I'll let you think about it. Cause the one that's reminding me is I remember riding the school bus oh. to intermediate schools so with third, fourth, fifth grade. And I was super, one of the hobbies I picked up, I was super into yo yo's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've mentioned this before, but that my grandfather, mm -hmm. I don't know how he, it fell off a truck. He got an entire box of Dunkin' Yo-Yos. Perfect. Oh. Oh, brand name Yo-Yos. Mm -hmm. So I got a trick book and oh my God, was I obsessed with that. I did not Yo-Yo on the bus. I was only reading the trick book and I passed the book to a neighbor and that was distracting to the bus driver that we were passing notes and books back and forth that he could not drive with that happening told the principal i got called into the principal's office what? they called my parents to come down so we have to have a meeting about brian's behavior what and my parents got there and when they told him this story my parents looked at the principal in the eye like don't you ever call me down to the school for anything like this again <laughs> this is a waste of yeah. everyone's time you're an idiot and they left <laughs> waited like, it was waited it was awesome, it was awesome. that's my I can't remember if it was my mom or my dad. I just remember them being so furious that they either had to leave work early or come in for this meeting for nothing. I'm like, he was reading a book on the bus. Why are we here? <laughs> so must have been my dad, but that time, yeah. just like, why are we here? <laughs> I, I would love to see just Rick just starting to boil. Then your mom just like puts her arm like, honey, I got this. If you bring us down here one more fucking time, it just dresses down the principal. <laughs> Oh God, that's the stupidest story from my youth, right there. Oh, that's terrible. I, I've want Nathan. Do you have a good one? Because I, I, I have a I, very dumb one I, that, that I got in trouble I, for. I, I, the one that I thought of is is way too long for where we're at in the show. Oh, save it. This is okay. This has been. This is also very nerdy. I was sophomore in high school. I was going home on the bus down Summit Avenue in St. Paul, and the pastor from my church was jogging, and the pastor's name was Pastor Dick. And I yelled out the window. I said, hey, Pastor Dick. And he saw me and waved. And I waved back at him. I, I go home. The next day, I get called to the principal's office. And they're like, the, the driver said you yelled at a 
at someone driving and called them a dick out the window. And I said, no, that was my pastor. And I had to admit that I was saying hello to my priest from the bus <laughs> while I was a sophomore oh, in high school. No. That's the worst kind of confession. <laughs> right? and you're like, oh, I was, I, I knew my priest, even when he was in jogging clothes and he recognized me and waved back. And I'm like, oh, so yeah. I am a oh, man. <laughs> see, see, the funny oh. thing is your story reminded me of another story that would have fit, but it was with the same teacher. So then it would become an even longer story. So <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'll keep this for a different episode. Okay. Audience, keep yourself on your toes. Wait for future episodes. <laughs> um, all right. Brian, uh, as I told you, three points for that one. Nathan, you're, 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 you're bringing up the rear here. Give us your number one, please, sir. Well, this is kind of embarrassing. Um, I tried to start. Why? I tried to start writing a sponsor, but uh, I, you know that was a pretty good number one for Brian. I didn't finish that, and actually, I did. We're recording late. This is uh, my mom and Sally Wood, wife of Ronnie Wood's uh, you know, birthday, yeah. and Jimmy Page's birthday, and Kate Milton's birthday. Oh, and Jimmy Page. Um, a lot of celebrating you've had to do. I, yeah, and, and we we literally. This is the latest we've ever recorded Uber Cinco. Um, yeah. like the turnaround time here, bef us recording and it going out, it's, it's pretty tight. And, but still, I just, sure. I, I did this last minute. And so I actually don't have a number one. I only got Are you to fucking four. kidding me? I only got to four. Um, what? so I, I, so I mean, you I just like, apologize. I, so you're just gonna, you're going to come here, not complete to play the game. I mean, you know, I did play the game. I, but I just, I, I guess. Would you I, go to a basketball game without your shorts? No, I think you'd probably bring your shorts. <laughs> I mean, I guess I just, I guess I just uh, procrastinate. There it is, my number one procrastinating. <laughs> oh, I will continue God. to procrastinate. I work well under pressure. <laughs> I do best at the last minute. Ah, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I will continue to procrastinate forever. Because if you wait till the last minute, it only takes one minute to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't second that hard yeah. enough. <laughs> that is awesome. I I I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never procrastinated <laughs> in my life. Um, I have no, I have I seen I have seen Mitch set his what? alarm for five a.m. at two a.m. and then get up and start <laughs> studying for a final. I have seen him do it. <laughs> I have watched that happen. <laughs> Was that freshman year? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> and sophomore junior. Well, we didn't we did live to, uh, we did live together again until Mitch was in his uh, final year. We Mitch Mitch yeah. and I might have taken an extra six months or so to graduate. We're not you know we're not pointing fingers at anybody yeah. here, but yeah. but yeah the uh, yeah why 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 rush why things? do it. Why do it now when you when you can do it then, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, I, but. I, I remember when I graduated from eighth grade, the, our teachers, like, wanted us to do this silly, stupid thing where it's like, all right, we're going to have the eighth graders. And you got to remember in my school, there were only, like, 28 of us in a class, tiny little sure. school. Every eighth grader, like, we'll, we're going to leave this, like, we'll put some advice for the seventh and sixth graders coming in or like whatever. And so the advice I came up with as an eighth grader, 
I was admonished for, which was <laughs> slack off now because you don't know if you'll have time to slack off later. <laughs> that, that sounds like something Bart would write on the chalkboard in the beginning of a Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, they they That's they, were, they, they literally they literally refused to to print it. I, wow. Yeah, and and then but wow. but this is like That's not this even is that bad. The, this is the week of eighth grade graduation, and they were like they were like, well, you got to give us something else. Like we're not printing that. And I was like, I'm pretty sure at this point, since I've already got my report card and know that I've graduated eighth grade, I don't have to give you something else. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. Wow. Who cares? <laughs> wow. See, and that's, Nathan, I want you to never change those fucking balls of steel on you, right? <laughs> like, that's incredible. <laughs> Just to stare authority down straight in its cold dead oh. eye and say, not today, my man, and... Blaze your own trail. I love that. Um, and you do yo-yo tricks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Okay, guys. Um, oh, this one's going to be uh, a, a runaway today. I, I, I don't even need to have you guys chit chat uh, w- while you, uh, <laughs> while I do scores. Ni- Nineteen points for Nathan. Ooh. He ran away with it today. Mm. Uh, Nineteen to twelve. Um, so. Uh, Good, good job on you. Do, do you have any uh, fast words you want to say before I get to my fast five? Yes, I want to say thank you to everybody. And again, happy birthday to my mom and dad. And Sally Wood and Jimmy so, Page. And the Dungeons so and good. <laughs> All right, that was top five things about myself I will never change. And now it is time for the host fast five. Here we go. Top five things you pretend to be doing while watching your neighbors from across the way. Here we go. Number five. Sorting your quarters. Anything made <laughs> pre-1980 is all silver, you guys. Listen for the clong noise when you drop them nervously as your neighbor covers up and sends an icy glare your way. Number four, dusting your blinds one blade at a time as you inspect them very closely. Number three, masturbating your, marinating your pork, because you know what happens after the sun goes down? Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Dinner time! And your pork is America's other white meat, no matter what the cops say when they bang on your door ten minutes later. Number two, the stage monologue you've been working on for the part of the army sniper spotter who drools when looking for targets. The audition was one week away, and you really hadn't gotten inside the character yet, as what you'll tell the judge as you slide by with an acquittal. Number one, the top five things you pretend to be doing while watching your neighbors from across the way. Number one, nonchalantly enjoying a doobie in vermouth while dancing in the privacy of home to a Beach Boys album, wearing your favorite sunglasses, high top sneakers, and nothing else. And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, we love that hearty wom word of mouth. So please tell your friends about us and send them your favorite episode. And thank you to the man who will be hoarding Metamucil for the end times. Brian Ernst. <laughs> that was actually for Nathan because he doesn't eat enough vegetables. Um, <laughs> and the man whose mom's birthday is also the birthday of the guy who's good at guitar in the Stones and the guy who's good at guitar in in the Zeppelin has been... Not exactly right, but I won't correct you. <laughs> Nathan Hennenfeld. Hey! <laughs> And I've been Mitch Brinkman, and as Biz Bear always says, 
Thank you for reaching out, but I'll be out of the office until the snow melts. I'll respond to all hoots, howls, and roars then. I look forward to circling back with you in the spring and partnering together for our sync then. Good luck in the coming business year. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Oh,